Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome to Off the Bench. Today is Tuesday, December 15th. Oh, my goodness, you guys. So much stuff happened over the weekend. We're going to talk a little bit about some things that are happening in the news, important reasons why I don't think you need to be discouraged. And we're going to try to make sense of a tweet from Beth Moore. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So thanks for tuning in today. You guys were halfway through the month of December. And uh, I was telling my husband the other day, I want to throw the biggest New Year's Eve party ever in the history of our family. And I think I'm going to call it the Great Kick 2020 to the Curb Party. Anybody want to come? Because I think that's what we should do. I think we should have a party and we should say goodbye 2020. Hey, before I go any further, I want to just give a shout out to some of you guys who have been uh, supporting the podcast. Thanks to Megan from Selena, Kansas, who said, thank you, Heidi, for stiffening the spines of others with your work for the kingdom. I am so thankful for you. Thank you, Megan. I am also thankful for you. Thank you to Heather in Thurston County, Washington. We so appreciate you guys listening to the show and supporting this show financially. Your uh, prayers and contributions are really uh, making a difference over here. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. You guys, tons of stuff happening in the news right now. And it was a it was a crazy weekend. I had uh, lots of, I mean, for my family anyway, It was a party. The whole weekend was a party. So Friday night, we had the staff of the Friendly Planet Homeschool Resource Center over to our home and we sang together and we prayed and we broke bread together and we thanked God that he is still on the throne and that he is still at work. And you guys can be assured that God is still at work. And then on Saturday, uh, another big day for our family. On Sunday, we celebrated my daughter Sierra's birthday with a bunch of uh, people who came over to the house just to love on her and just uh, remind her that God is uh, in control and he's got a plan for her life. You guys need to be telling that to your kids, especially your grown kids, especially your adult kids. Uh, Let them know that even though these things around them feel crazy and the world feels like it's on fire, God is not asleep. He is called El Roy in the Bible because he is known as the God who sees. Nothing is escaping him. And even though it feels kind of crazy right now and you guys are going, what? There's fraud. Like I will never be convinced. And I hate to say this, but Uh, I don't think this is a fight for President Trump anymore, this fraud in the elections. Uh, This is a a fight for the republic. And I believe, as we said last week, this country is on the verge of some sort of a revolution. And we have been on our knees for months as a family and as a ministry. And we're going to encourage you guys uh, to do the same. You know, uh, this time last year, you know, people's outlooks on the future was really bright. We were like looking forward to 2020. Uh, There was a massive low unemployment. This was especially true uh, in minority groups and for women. There were a record number this time last year of minority businesses opening. Uh, The stock market finished with huge gains uh, translating into uh, lots of people benefiting in the 401ks. I don't have a 401k, but I've heard that a lot of you do. And we were like, 2020 is going to be amazing. And then it came. And I think uh, things started changing dramatically in the end of January because the left was starting to hype up a virus that was coming out of China, the China virus. 
They called it COVID-19. I call it the Rona. And then they began to put pressure on uh, President Trump, and he made the big mistake of bringing Fauci uh, into the national conversation. And he activated emergency powers for local and state government officials. And now it's been, what, almost nine months later, and the far left is still enforcing their draconian shutdown measures. You guys, this is killing tens of thousands of small businesses every single month. It's preventing people from uh, from meeting up. Actually, it only, it's only going to prevent you if you allow it to prevent you. If you close your business at this point, I said this the other day, this is on you. You guys stop being afraid and start getting your life back. We're so afraid of the government. We're so afraid of the virus. We're so afraid. Fear is a spirit and the Bible says it's not from him. And now we've got the Rona vaccine that's being rolled out. You guys, I'm so sorry. I know some of you don't agree with me on this. I am not taking that cotton picking vaccine. It takes years and years to develop a safe and effective vaccine. And in fact, the more I'm learning about vaccines, the more I'm just like, you know what? I just, I'm, I'm, I'm turning into a skeptic, especially when billionaire uh, Bill Gates is behind it, right? He, he, this guy's a computer software guy. And now apparently he's a doctor. I don't know. He doesn't have any medical credentials, but I read uh, a news article the other day that was saying that he was advocating. He just did this on Sunday. He wants to keep bars and restaurants closed for months and months and months. Do you guys know how much Bill Gates is worth? I bet he's worth more than your local restaurant owner. $118.8 billion. That's with a B. $118.8 billion. He's one of the top four richest people in the world. But he thinks it's appropriate for bars and restaurants in most of the country to be closed. Oh, okay, Bill, you pay everybody's uh, everybody's mortgages then. Oh, no, he's not going to do that. Did you guys know that more than 110,000 restaurants have closed permanently or long-term across the country? This is just crazy. It's just crazy. And so this is what Bill Gates said. Well, certainly, you know... Mask wearing has essentially no downside. They're not expensive. Thank you, Bill. Bars and restaurants in most of the country will be closed as we head into a new wave of the Rona. And I think, sadly, that's appropriate. Depending on how severe it is, the decision about schools is much more complicated because their benefits there are pretty high. And the amount of transmission is not the same as in restaurants and bars. Who who made this guy uh, an epidemiologist? There are hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of doctors and cardiologists and emergency room physicians who disagree with them. And so Jake Tapper of the Clinton News Network asked him when his life was going to get back to normal. And and Gates said, well, I think, you know, by the summer, we'll at least be closer than we are now. Oh, Oh, thank you, Bill. But check it out. He went on to say, even though early 2022, unless, he said, we help other countries get rid of this disease and we get high vaccination rates in our own country, the risk of reintroduction will be there. And of course, the global economy will slow down, which hurts the American economy in a pretty dramatic way. Oh, oh, thank you, Bill. He went on to say, so we have, starting in the summer, about nine months where a few things like big public gatherings will still be restricted. But we can see now that between 12 and 18 months, uh, we have a chance if we manage it well to get back to normal. Oh, okay, Bill. Oh, okay. 
my goodness, you guys, this is unbelievable. This guy has no medical qualifications and he owns stock in Microsoft. But he's not the CEO. And uh, as people and children are forced to work from home, Microsoft and other cloud-based delivery companies are seeing their stock prices skyrocket. He's loving this stuff. It's working for him. It's working for him. We got to stop listening to these people. It's it's crazy town. The, the lockdowns are killing us. Absolutely killing us. The masks dehumanizing people. It's absolutely terrible what's happening in our country right now because of the masks, because of the lockdowns. It's unbelievable. More and more things coming out on the news and we can, we're discovering now uh, that Joe Biden is a little bit of a, little bit of a fibber. He delivered apparently uh, Egyptian disinformation to Israel ahead of Yom Kippur and uh, later he lied about it. So there you go. I just, uh, yeah, I, I'm watching this stuff. Did you guys see the news coming out of, uh, I think it was Michigan. Was it Michigan the other day? Michigan yesterday, I think it was, uh, late Sunday night. Uh, a forensic audit. In fact, I'll, I'll put it at the show notes for you guys. A forensic audit of Dominion Voting Systems, which, by the way, was used in my home state of Washington. Mm-hmm. Uh, their software in Michigan showed that they were designed, this is so important, they were designed to create fraud and influence the election results. This is from a data firm. Uh, Here's what they said. We conclude that the Dominion voting system is intentionally and purposefully designed with inherent errors to create systemic fraud and influence the election results. The system intentionally generates an enormously high number of ballot errors. The electronic ballots are then transferred for adjudication. The intentional errors lead to bulk adjudication of ballots with no oversight, no transparency, and no audit trail. This leads to voter or election fraud. Based on our study, we conclude that the Dominion voting system should not be used in Michigan. We further conclude that the results in Antrim County should not have been verified. What? What? Uh, The team inspected and performed forensic duplication on the county's election management server, which was running Dominion Democracy Suite 5.53.002 is compact compact flashcards that had been used by local precincts in their Dominion ImageCast system, USB memory sticks used by Dominion voter assist terminals, and USB memory sticks used for the poll book. This is amazing. 13th Circuit Judge Kevin Eisenheimer approved the forensic examination in Bailey versus Antrim County, which alleges the infamous vote flip county officials reported last month may not have been the result of human error, as officials had alleged. Instead, they're saying that the machine is actually wired to be fraudulent. This is a major deal. It's a major deal. Anyway, I will link to a couple of articles 
that I found about it. It's just, um, it's amazing. Uh, this one was at the Epic Times. Uh, there's, there's so much going on. You know, we saw on Monday, you know, uh, Fox News, which has been just horrible. And CNN, the Clinton News Network and MSNBC and all the, you know, the major news outlets saying that, you know, uh, the electors had been cast for Trump's putting him over the top. And we're looking at this going, it's such, it's, there's so much clear voter fraud. It's, it's amazing. And uh, we know that something's wrong. And then, well, uh, Donald Trump came out. He tweeted a warning. Did you guys see this? He tweeted a warning. He said, swing states that have found massive voter fraud, which is all of them, cannot legally certify these votes as complete and correct without committing a severely punishable crime. Everybody knows that dead people, below age people, illegal immigrants, fake signatures and prisoners shouldn't be able to vote. He said these people and many others voted illegally. Also, machine glitches, another word for fraud, ballot harvesting, non-resident voters, fake ballots, stuffing the ballot box, votes for pay, roughed up Republican poll watchers, and sometimes even more votes than people voting took place in Detroit, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Atlanta, Pittsburgh, and elsewhere. In all swing states, there are far more votes than are necessary to win the state and the election itself. Therefore, votes cannot be certified. This election is under protest. So keep your eye on things, you guys. A lot of things can still be affected and can affect. A lot of things can be affected by, I should say, and can affect the congressional electoral vote counts that are going to happen on January 6th. This is the day to watch for. Watch, 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 watch. Uh, President Trump also has, and if you guys are watching this, uh, an executive order that relates to foreign interference in elections and mandates that the DNI produce a report on foreign intervention in the 2020 election within 45 days of the election. And this equates basically to December 18th. So there's a lot of stuff going on. And I'm just going to continue to encourage you to just say, it's not over till it's over. Pray for the president. And actually, we're praying for the president, but I, I continue just to pray that truth will come out, that truth will be told, that we would see truth and Christians should value truth. And we want to see truth in the election. Speaking of truth, we now know a little bit more about the truth about uh, Beth Moore and you guys, I mean, people write into me all the time here and they send me things, you know, what about this person? What about that person? I am loathe to talk about another Christian, particularly a a Bible teacher, particularly someone like Beth Moore, who I have uh, done several of her studies over the years uh, several years ago in 2016, I became, well, actually, even before that, she was saying things that I was like, I don't know about that. But I thought, you know what, whatever, I could have misunderstood, maybe didn't understand, maybe she didn't really mean it. In 2016, she allegedly voted for a third party candidate, but she has definitely spent the last four years uh, throwing stones at President Trump, but not just President Trump, all of the people who support President Trump, which would include Heisen John. And 
she tweeted. I mean, it was shocking to me. I was uh, on, I don't know, Instagram or something. And she issued a tweet and this is what she said. She said, I do not believe these are days for mincing words. I'm 63 and a half years old and have never seen anything in these United States of America. I found more astonishingly seductive and dangerous to the saints of God than Trumpism. This Christian nationalism is not from God. Move back from it. What? It's astonishing to me. It is. It's absolutely astonishing. First of all, I I just want to clear something up. This seemed to me to be uh, unhinged on a variety of reasons. But I said on my own social media account, if you check out our friends on social media, it sort of makes sense. You guys listen to me. God loves nations. He's actually a fan of walls. Ask Nehemiah. Someone said, you know, God's a fan of breaking walls down too because, you know, Jericho. Oh, okay. But Jericho was a wicked city that God had given the Israelites permission to take. Different. Uh, Read the book of Nehemiah. God's a fan of uh, national sovereignty and building walls to protect your nation. You guys, you can love your country and you can follow Christ with your entire being. They're not, the two of those things are not mutually exclusive. And there is a shaking happening in the church. Many leaders, many Christians that I once followed have, have revealed their true nature and lack of discernment in these perilous times. And you guys, to not support Trump right now is to not support Israel. It's to leave the unborn defenseless Beth Moore It's to open the door wide to sexual sin, which I noted months and months ago when I was trying to defend her when she took out, you know, the words that she'd said against homosexuality in one of her old books that she rewrote. To not support Trump right now is to leave our nation open to foreign invasion. This woman has lost all credibility with me. The moment she uses the term Christian nationalism, we don't really have anything to talk about because Christian nationalism is a term that the leftists have made up to divide the nation by way of dividing the church. And I said this in my post and I completely mean it. Shame on Ms. Moore for throwing stones at people who support the president. People say to me, well, you know, there are a lot of Christians that don't want to get involved in, you know, what they might consider politics and just remain neutral. You guys, nobody's neutral. You you cannot forget the importance of all the things that I just said. Israel, the judges that are going to be on our courts around the nation, abortion for goodness sake. We can't stay neutral. And for, I do appreciate that, uh, that. Beth is no longer pretending to have any regard for anyone who supports the president. I actually appreciate that. At least she's being honest. I'm honest over here. She might as well be honest over there. And we're just going to have to go, well, we disagree with each other. But there is a separating happening. There's a shaking going on. And I'm going to encourage you guys, as I have done for years and years and years, go back to the Bible. Know what it says. Know what it says. 
when we hang out with with Christians, well, people who claim the name of Jesus and who promote homosexuality or who won't, at the very least, won't come out against it. We got the Jen Hatmakers of the world. My daughter's gay. This is amazing. It's so good. No, it's not good. It's so painful. And your daughter's going to hurt herself. And if you really loved her, you'd love her enough to say, hey, this is what God says about it, sweetheart. And I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm going to pray for your heart and for your mind that you would actually do what God said to do. But we have sacrificed truth on the on the altar of a misguided and unbiblical mercy. And God help our nation. As there is a shaking happening, uh, one of the members of our board of directors was here at the Homeschool Resource Center the other day, and we were just going over some things that are going on here. And he said, and I agree, that we are ripe for the Antichrist right now, absolutely ripe for him to, to come onto the scene and ripe for the rapture. And we have been called to, to uh, we are not a chaste church. Christ wants to come back for a bride that's ready for him. And I think a lot of this separating, this shaking of the tree that's happening right now is to get the church ready for the rapture. And I'm going to just encourage you guys, stand firm in what you know to be right. Listen, I don't worship the president, all right? I don't worship the ground he walks on. There are some things he does that I'm just like, I wish you wouldn't said it that way. But I'll tell you what. He's fighting for the unborn. He's supporting Israel. He's supporting uh, our police officers. He supports the nation. He loves this country, which is more than I can say for the leftists who would like to see us turn into a collective totalitarian totalitarian culture, which is atheist at its core. If we don't understand what's going on, we're not paying attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Now, there's a lot of people on social media that are, you know, calling Beth more names now and saying, well, I don't like her voice. So she's, you know, can we, we don't need to engage in that kind of stuff, but I do think we need to tell the truth. And what she's doing right now is not only hurting the body of Christ, it is unbiblical at its core. And Christian nationalism, which they want to compare to Hitlerism, should have never come out of her mouth. And it is dangerous for her to do such a thing, but it's too late now. So we're going to continue just to pray. And continue to believe that what God said is is true, and He's at work, and He's getting us ready. You guys, you can you can join me for the Bible study. It's actually called Ready. People get ready, and I'm I'm spending the I've been spending the last several months just getting you guys ready because I do think there's a shaking happening. There's something happening. There's something that is so big that's happening right now that I think most of God's people are awake to it. It's an exciting time to be a Christian. Don't give up. Don't be discouraged. I don't think that the, uh, is Joe Biden going to be sworn in? I don't know. But I do know this for sure. I want you to be encouraged because God is still on his throne. And the world is about to see the strong arm of the Lord and something big is happening. And so you guys were born for such a time as this. You were literally born for it. So don't be discouraged. Don't be afraid. God is still on his throne. We love you guys. I wanted to let you know, I've written some books. One particular I want to talk to you guys about for just a 15 seconds here. I wrote a book called The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Romance. I wrote it years ago. A bunch of you are running in and uh, writing into me and you're struggling in your marriages right now. And I'm going to encourage you. This is the adversary. Kill, steal, and destroy. That's what he does. 
check it out. The Busy Homeschool Mom's Guide to Romance. You don't have to be a homeschool mom to appreciate that book. It'll it'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. You'll be encouraged. You'll want to love on your husband and your wife uh, even more than you already do. I want to just encourage you to make a great Christmas gift, you guys. By the way, I've written a bunch of books that would be great Christmas gifts, and you give those Christmas gifts, and it's kind of like giving me a Christmas gift, and then we can kind of give Christmas gifts to each other. Wouldn't that be amazing? Speaking of Christmas gifts, don't forget to send us your Christmas cards. You can send it to me, Heidi St. John, care of the Heidi St. John podcast, 11100 Northeast 34th Circle, Vancouver, Washington, 98682. We love you guys. Uh, Your support of this ministry is encouraging us and blessing us. And uh, I can't thank you enough for it. My husband and I were talking the other day about just what God is doing in the midst of all this in a year that frankly should have been the worst year that we have ever had. And as it rolled on, I was like, oh man, we're in so much trouble. And I tell my husband, you know, we were praying and just asking the Lord to help us and show us what to do. And the Lord has said, I got you. I got you. So we just want to say thank you. Thank you for those of you who are reading, uh, leaving reviews for us at iTunes for someone named Reverend Lundberg said, grateful for Heidi's voice in our generation. As a male listener, I find her courage contagious. Keep it up. Thank you so much. This one came in uh, that says, I have listened to Heidi's podcast for two years. It's been blessing me so much. It has helped me grow my faith and made me feel equipped to homeschool my children. That's so encouraging. Lori Norman, thank you for that. I love this one. Heidi's an encourager and a truth teller. What has been a long and difficult and isolating year has been made bearable because of her encouraging words that always point us to scripture and to our Savior. Thank you so much for that. You guys, we read every single one of these as they come in. And I wanted to let you know that you are encouraging us. And thank you for doing that. Uh, I hope you guys will share this podcast with your friends. Social media has basically shadow banned me. I get on there every once in a while, but uh, they have absolutely squashed my reach. And uh, so I count on this podcast and on the website. I'll link back to in the show notes today ways that you can give to support this ministry. And I hope that you will do that. And we just want to tell you guys that we love you and we are praying for you every single day. We are praying for you. Tomorrow, I've got a treat for you. Uh, Alex Newman, who is an incredible uh, author and speaker. You guys need to check him out. Alex Newman, he's going to be on the show with me. We're going to be talking about the history of education. So tomorrow we'll be talking about how the public school education system ended up in crisis. And uh, we're gonna, he's going to give you the history of our public school system. And they have been trying to remove God from the school since day one. And to instead instill collectivism, which is really communism, and separate kids from their parents. And it's absolutely true. And uh, Alex Newman's going to come on and outline that story for you. Then we're going to talk the next day about how we went wrong in education, what's going on with the Great Reset, the human, the uh, Humanist Manifesto, so many other things. And finally, uh, we will give on Friday a Christian response to an education system in crisis. And of course, you guys know the answer to that. It begins with this one simple thing, pull your children out of public school, pull them out. You guys can do it. The Lord will help you and it will be the best decision that you ever made. Thanks for listening today, you guys. We really appreciate it. And uh, we love you so much. Stay faithful. And I'll see you back here with my friend Alex tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.